Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The rack. What's going on, everyone? I'm Kyle Moore, and welcome back to the rack. This is the podcast where we, <clears throat> yeah, all right. You think after four years, <laughs> you know, you'd have this one down pat. Uh, this is the podcast where we uh, we try to celebrate a world more mental and destigmatize all things mental health through sharing stories and having a good old chat. Uh, if you want more life direct content, check out our Patreon through the link in the description and follow us, please. And thank you at Life's Direct Podcast. Uh, this is a uh, this is a special episode. This is a um, uh, a celebratory episode. It's a bit of a different episode for Life's a Wreck. Um, it's it's much more of a reflection episode, reminiscent of some of the early days of Life's a Wreck. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's because like I like I said uh, during the intro, there uh, we are four years old. <laughs> Life's a Wreck is as officially as of two days ago, July fifth, twenty twenty three. Uh, we celebrated four years of of Life's a Wreck podcast. Um, it is, you know, one of the, the cardinal sins of podcasting is being like, um, and like, uh, and all that stuff. And I know that I'm not the the best for it, but like truly like right now, it kind of just feels like one of those like, um, moments where you can, I, I've truly like, I, I mean, ever since Wednesday, uh, when I was sitting here and I was like, you know, I was thinking about how I was going to, I mean, I was sick as a dog. I was, I felt like absolute shit, to be honest with you. I was like, I had a fever. Um, I, w- I was like super weak. My like skin ached. I had the chills. I got this like weird, like 24 hour little flu. Um, and, uh, and during that time while I was laying on the couch, uh, you know, whimpering and, and whining and, uh, just, uh, just typical, like dude, when he's sick, just making it into like the end of the world. Um, I was trying to think about like what do I want to say about about like four years of of content, um, because it's it's one of those things where this podcast has it it has been this it's meant so much, you know. And I was excited to just get in front of the mic and hit record um, and just start talking about it because I feel like. It, it's so special to me to get to this achievement because the podcast came into my life at a time where 
I was in some of the lowest points of my entire life. Um, if anybody's been listening to the, the podcast since the start, uh, first of all, I, I mean, I appreciate you. I, I, you must be, you know, one massive wreck of a person to, to be kicking around here for this long because uh, God knows I appreciate you and there have been some ups and downs. So, so you know, bless your soul because it's been a, uh, it's been a long road. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope this community has meant uh, as much to you as it has to me. Um, but this podcast, you know, it came into my life at a time where like I was so, you know, you would have heard this story. Like I was so, I was, I was at a point in my life where I didn't really see much of a future for myself. Uh, my mental health was at a place where I hadn't really gotten a lot of help for, for my, uh, my mental health. Um, I didn't really know necessarily how to, uh, articulate what I was going through mentally. And the podcast kind of became the saving grace. This, this like audio diary where I was able to talk through my experiences and I was able to share them with this growing community of people um, who wanted to talk openly about what they were going through too. And it, it was so unbelievably special and it just became this like, it, it, it truly was a project that saved my life. And I think that there's an element of that um, that's lends, lended itself to the longevity of this, of this project because it's such a huge part of me taking care of me is, is getting these podcasts out every two weeks or, you know, the very beginning, it was every week, uh, that level of accountability to myself and to the community, um, this growing level of confidence that I had in myself as a, as a storyteller and a, and a person, you know, capable of platforming others to do the same. Um, and so this podcast has been everything to me. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's really incredible to hit this benchmark of four years. I, you know, the way that I kind of joked about it, I was like, that's a, you know, it's a degree. It's a full bachelor, you know, an undergrad, uh, of podcasting and that's, and that's pretty wild. So I'm, I'm in a, a very, uh, appreciative space of, of where we've gotten to and, uh, you know, to everybody before we hop into it today. And, and that's what, so today's episode is I, I wanted to look back and, uh, really reflect on, on what I've learned over these past four years as a podcaster. Um, you know, there's going to be other time to reflect as a, as a mental health advocate and, and kind of working in the space specifically that we're in. Um, but as a podcaster, you know, that's something where I feel like there's a lot of, you take a lot of lumps along the way. And so I kind of wanted to, to really, Boil it down to just four points. You know, what were the four biggest things that when I think about them, they really stand out as these are the four most important things I've learned as a podcaster in the past four years. Um, and so, you know, before we get into that, though, I just really want to give a, a huge shout out to everybody who has been here uh, along the way, my friends, my family, this community, um, all of the listeners of Life's Rec who have been here since the jump, who have, you know, shared content, they've told their friends about episodes, they've referred family uh, to the podcast, they've just like, you know, they've been there to support, they've left reviews, they've rated the podcast, you know, they've done all of the things to help this community grow and help this podcast achieve all that it's achieved uh, in its four years. Um, I, I, from the bottom of my heart, I cannot express to you how much that that is all meant to me. Um, it's, uh, and you guys didn't have to stick around, man. Sorry. Uh, it's, uh, I didn't think I was worthy of that man for a long time. I didn't think that, uh, I didn't think that I was worthy of uh, people caring that much. And for four years, four years, man, people have stuck by me and uh, in this podcast. And they've cared about, um, you know, my experiences. And uh, that's, uh, I didn't think this was, what the, come on. I'm like totally falling off the rails here. This is, uh, I wasn't expecting this. Um <laughs> 
Uh, it's it's really special, and uh, I I will never be able to thank you for what you've brought to my life, um, and uh, I look forward to continuing to uh, provide you um, the best that I can be uh, on a week to week basis, and um, uh, continue to grow this community and what I into what I know it it already is and and what it will be, um, and this podcast it's an investment that you've made and one that uh, I want you to know that I take very seriously. And uh, I have had so much fun getting to know each and every one of you. Um, and, and to have your support through all of it has meant the world. And so I will never be able to put into words um, how much this is all meant. But I just want you to know that uh, that every every day um, I'm, I'm thankful for, for all of you. So thank you uh, for the people who have allowed this podcast to become what it is and allowed me to become the man. Um, that I'm, I'm proud to be today. Uh, I don't know if I would have been able to do it without all of you. So, uh, just know that that, uh, just know that that means the world. Um, and, uh, we'll, we will, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep things, uh, you know, we'll keep things rolling here. I, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, four years. I, I don't know. I, I guess it all just kind of hit me at once. Um, that, uh, you know, there's been people behind me this whole time, but all right. Hey, four years. I've been a podcaster. Let me move this out of the way. Here. Um, for four years, I have been sitting in front of a microphone and I have been clicking buttons and I have been a one man show. Uh, I have been uh, very fortunate. And this is something I will talk about in my four points, uh, my four lessons learned, uh, to have worked with some amazing people, but, uh, a lot of it's been done solo. And so, uh, you know, the solo podcaster grind, uh, is, is very real. And, uh, for four years we've been at it. And I want to boil it down into the four things uh, that I've learned that I hope, uh, you know, if you're just starting a podcast or maybe you've been podcasting for a while and you can resonate with some of these points, um, you know, the four biggest lessons that I've learned as a podcast. Number one, number one, the first thing that popped into my mind um, is talk with other podcasters. I was, when I first started creating Life Strike, and this might seem like the most, like, absolute A to B, straightforward nonsense. And you're already like, you're sitting there and you're like, is this what this is going to be? I was expecting insightful, unique, you know, uh, insight into the world of podcasting. And the first thing that this guy comes up with the most number one, you know, the first, what he's leading off with is talk with people, talk with other podcasters. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I would say. Uh, because when I first started podcasting, uh, I didn't talk to another podcaster like, like as a podcaster for a year, probably because I was just so, engrossed with the actual production process. I was so railroaded by like, I have to record audio and cut it up and, and clip it together and, and then get it out. I don't know why this is. <laughs> and then get it out of here. Um, and just like, and, and finding, Oh, I've got to find a, you know, I've got to find a podcasting housing platform and, and uh, I've got to find how to, how to publish it. And I've got to do all these things. And I just, and I had actually interviewed people who had podcasts, but I interviewed them as the individual behind the podcast. And we talked about, you know, their journey and that kind of stuff, but I didn't really talk to podcasters as podcasters and get the insight into what it takes to create a successful podcast, what it, you know, even takes to just like, you know, podcast in a way um, that's much more of a marathon, not a sprint podcast in a way that like uh, enhances the longevity of the project. Um, and the insight that's available out there, uh, the podcasting community is one that I have found is so 
unbelievably gracious um, with their with their insight. And there are so many amazing podcasters who come to mind um, who I've I've been so fortunate to connect with. Um, I think some of them that stand out, um, you know, most significantly, uh, who have who have really kind of went above and beyond, and I, I appreciate so much, um, are uh, Bobby Temps, an amazing podcaster, the host of Mental, uh, an amazing podcaster from the UK, uh, truly a, a wonderful individual who has really done a lot to teach me about the kind of like the behind the scenes inner workings of podcasting, and then uh, the guys over at Sick Boy, um, uh, Brian, uh, Jeremy, and Taylor. Uh, you know, Brian has been on the podcast. He's been so unbelievably wonderfully supportive. You've heard me shout out Brian before. Um, I think he's in Antarctica right now. So, you know, hope you're, uh, hope you're staying warm, buddy, if you're listening to this episode. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, everybody uh, from Sick Boy has just been really supportive and, and uh, you know, helping make connections and uh, really kind of helping me try to take the podcast to the next level. Um, you know, those are, those are two amongst many, uh, or, or I guess three or four amongst many uh, that, that definitely stand out. And I think it's, it's really important for new podcasters to understand that when you're going into this space, being very conscious of, of the ask that you're making, you know, really being aware of what step you're at in the process of creating a podcast. If you haven't released a single episode, reaching out to these people and basically being like, hey, like, you know, can you give me like guidance on like how to set all everything up? It's like, you know, there's YouTube videos, there's all these things. But if you, you know, reach out to somebody and you say, hey, I'm looking at starting a podcast, this is my idea. And I'm just kind of curious as to what advice you would have, you know, liked to have had when you released your first episode. There's going to be so many people who are willing to give you um, give you that support and give you that advice. Uh, and if you ever, you know, want to reach out, you know, to, to kind of create that holistic cycle of, uh, of, of advice or of support, uh, if there's any podcasters out there who want to connect, um, you feel free to email the show, uh, Life's Rec Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and I'd be more than happy to touch base uh, because it's a really... Uh, Having a community of podcasters, um, you know, or that support system is huge. Uh, mentors, uh, mentors within the space. Mia LaBelle, uh, I had a uh, mentorship call with her not too long ago, and uh, she was the the former producer of Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. And um, you know, having having these people who have been there, done that, uh, and being able to you know, take, just take it all in when you're with these people, these people who have kind of, they've run the race, they've, they've hit these certain benchmarks that you can only dream of. And then, you know, continue to, to, to work at at such a high level. It's amazing to learn from these people. So anyway, very long winded way of saying, talk with other podcasters, connect with people in your area, local podcasts in your area, even if they're not necessarily the same niche. If it's one of those things where you're a podcast all about cars and there's a, there's a podcaster who's also in your city who does, uh, makeup podcast reviews, connect with that person because it is amazing the people that, you know, the, the joint connections, the, the few degrees of separation that will come from those connections. It's, it's huge. So talk with podcasters, connect with that community. Uh, it'll be one of the best things you ever did. I promise you that. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't do lists a lot. I don't really know how to transition this. Uh, number two, uh, quicker alone, further together. So I, t- I touched base a little bit earlier and saying that, you know, I've done this solo for four years. For four years, this has been an individual project, but that does not mean that I have not had uh, a team at any point uh, throughout that. I've worked with um, three incredible desi- uh, designers, uh, Carly, Avery, and Yvette. If you guys are listening, I appreciate everything that you've contributed to this podcast so much. Uh, it's it's was incredible to work with you. Um, Having people behind you or beside you working on this project as well, quicker alone in the sense that 
you are the only one in charge. You can kind of take the reins and say, I want to talk to this person about this thing. And there's nobody who can kind of say, hey, here's a different perspective and all these things. But that different perspective is powerful. If you can find somebody to co-host a podcast with you, there is a beauty in the shared responsibility that comes with that. Now, that also comes with so many different trials and tribulations of one person putting more work in than the other person, one person taking more ownership than the other person, um, the financial situations. Not all podcasts get, I mean, hell, it's been four years. Uh, I'm still in the process of monetizing the podcast. But if you get monetization, there can be an element of how do you make that split happen. Um, there are some some different kind of things that come along with that, but being able to share the responsibilities with another person or with a team of people, if you have a videographer or an editor, a producer, anything like that, any team that you're able to build is going to make this process easier. Um, you know, for me, like being a solo podcaster, I'm the wearer of many hats. I reach out to guests. I set up those appointments. I do all the research. Uh, I produce the podcast. I edit the podcast. I host the podcast. Um, any of the, the money things I handle all of that stuff. Um, any of the create creative direction, um, you know, the arts and the social media, all of that stuff. That's a one, that's a one person show. Um, and so it is definitely like, I would, I would recommend exploring, um, grants. If you're looking for low cost options on how to bring people into your team, uh, look for different grants, um, talk with local universities and their, their, uh, you know, specific media programs, uh, or broadcast programs or arts programs, whatever position you're looking to kind of fill out on a, on a podcasting team. Um, there are definitely different kind of unique strategies that you can use to see if you can find work uh, where people are able to be compensated um, in, you know, ways where you can kind of do a, a mix of financials and then work experience um, or anything like that. So there's different ways to kind of go about that, but definitely having somebody, uh, a team of somebodies who are able to kind of share that responsibility is a, is a really I, I do think that there's power in numbers when it comes to podcasting. Podcasting alone is a lot of fun. Um, having that total freedom and independence is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And there's a lot of podcasters who have went through the ringer and they've built these big teams and they've created these massive podcasts. And they're like, that was, you know, I, if I could have done it differently, I would have solo podcasted. And maybe one of the, it's, it's one of those, you know, the grass is greener kind of things. But um, the, the shared responsibility and being able to really hone in on the things that you feel like you do best, um, building a team of people who get to capitalize on their strengths, um, only creates a stronger product. Uh, so I do believe that, uh, that finding your people, uh, is a, your team is a, is a really powerful thing and something to be explored throughout your podcasting journey. The third, uh, most important lesson that I learned while podcasting is you got to do it for you. You have to do it for you. Um, so often of creating the, creating a podcast, podcasting is such an intimate platform. It's such an intimate medium, um, of communication because for however long your podcast is, whether it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it may be, it is your information. It is your, uh, personality it is your soul, um, that is being communicated to the, to the audience. And so there's this element where if you're doing it for people uh, other than yourself, it's so much easier to reach that that breaking point, that burnout point where it's like, why am I actually doing this? What What's the point of, if I'm just creating this to get as many views as possible so that I'm trying to um, you know, satisfy this idea that people told me that I sucked my entire life and I'm just trying to prove people wrong or something like that. The motivation that comes from, you know, like I said off the top of this, uh, off the top of the show, 
when I'm doing this, you know, this podcast is, it's meant the world to me um, because it's been so personal and because it's been so intimate that at the end of the day, like I know when I'm doing it for me, I, I know that that engine's never going to run out because I enjoy doing this. I enjoy every time I click on the microphone that it fills my cup. This show fills my cup and it's a really powerful thing. And I think it really helps with the longevity uh, of something like this. Doing it for yourself is, you know, it's like any creative project, you know, when you are the, you are the output essentially. And so when you're outputting into something that you enjoy, you see this areas, you know, you see the, it, it's like you're watering a garden, right? And you're watering this garden, you see the fruits of your labor and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And I get to eat from this, this garden, this garden, it's got the tomato plant. Oh my God. Oh, there's a cucumber. Oh my God. Oh, some carrots. Oh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, right? Cause you get to, you're, you're nourishing yourself from the fruits of your labor, literally, you know, it's your labor. But, uh, if you're doing it for any other reason, if you're trying to push something around, if you're trying to make a boatload of money, if you're trying to hit, you know, you're trying to be, have a top 10, you're trying to get popular, you're trying to talk to celebrities, you're going to have a really tough time. Podcasting is something that is such a slow burn. It is such a slow burn. There are so many podcasters out there who don't, you know, make a, a top 10 chart eight years, 10 years into podcasting. It is a slow, and some people hit it right away, right? You know, you've already got a following, uh, you're already on Instagram or TikTok or one of those bigger platforms, and you've got this massive following, and you're able to convert that right away into a listenership, and okay, all of a sudden, you're starting to chart in whatever whatever category you're looking for. Um, But even the longevity of something like that, you know, you might chart for a little while, but if you're not doing it for you, if you're not enjoying the process of all of it, um, it's so easy for your content to take a hit as well. For people, people, you know, it's your voice talking. If you're not having fun, people are going to recognize that it's it's so hard video and and i feel like podcasting are the two kind of platforms where it is it's tough to hide things for a long period of time you can stomach things for a few episodes and you can kind of say i'm in a shitty spot and you know i'm just going to kind of grit and bear it and i'm not enjoying this and i hate this work and it's and it's turning you know much more into a a a, a trudging through the mud um you can hide that for a little bit but eventually you know it, it shows up Um, and so I, I think that, you know, it truly does have to be a a giving experience, um, to share in this, uh, in this medium. So do it for you. Um, I think that also lends itself to the, you know, the idea of taking breaks when you need to finding your, finding your flow when you're doing it for you, you have a less of a, a chance, less of a, uh, likelihood of the podcast, of you sticking to an unsustainable uh, schedule and lifestyle when it comes to the podcast. So for instance, um, the fact that I do this podcast for me and that from the beginning, I've made a, a point of saying that this project is for me, this podcast is for me, this business is for me. Um, I've been much kinder to myself when I've had to take time off. When I got done big brother, I took like five months off from podcasting Um because I just was in a place where I was like, I just can't, I can't do this right now. Um, I can't share as intimately as I'd like to. And it just doesn't feel like the podcast would be what I, what I want it to be. And so I'm going to take some time off. Uh, I'm going to, because the podcast is for me, I'm going to take care of myself first because the podcast is for me. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I'm in a healthy place when I, when I decide to, uh, to share about what's going on. Um, you're, you, yeah, you run the likelihood of, of finding a, a bit of a tumultuous path uh, if the podcast is for anything else but you. So uh, make sure that the podcast uh, is for you. The final point that I want to just share with all of you um, is a little element of community building, and it's share the process with your community. 
And now this can be sharing the process of the actual creation of the podcast. This can be sharing the process of, um, you know, a schedule change. This can be sharing the process of any kind of administrative stuff that goes on with the podcast, um, reaching out to people. This is something that I'm, I'm actively working on. I wanted to think of like on the last point, I was thinking what's something that I'm actively working on, um, on doing. And one of those things was, uh, was keeping the community more in the loop. Um, it was making sure that I'm being as transparent as possible. I am, I am looping in the community uh, on the goings on of the day to day, the editing process, the reaching out process, the who am I trying to get on the podcast right now? What am I trying to do? All of these things are things that I'm actively working towards. Um, so those have, those have been very, uh, those have been things that um, I haven't done particularly well. I think there's, there's, that's one of the things about the responsibilities of, of taking on the podcast solo is that I find that sometimes I get so caught up in the behind the scenes of the podcast that I forget to kind of share the behind the scenes of the podcast. I, I, I sometimes forget, you know, this wonderful community that we've built. I sometimes forget to pull the curtain back a little bit and say, hey, this is what's up. This is what we're working on. Um, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is the, the roadblock that I'm hitting right now. And that's something that I want to do better. Um, and, I, and I truly feel like that's one of the things that when I've talked to the, the, the community, when I've chatted with all of you, some of the most poignant feedback that's come, you know, come back my way has been like, I just kind of want to know like what's going on. You know, I, I'm invested in the podcast. I'm invested in the show. I'm invested in the development and the growth of this community. And I just want to, I just kind of want to know what's up. And so, you know, with the Wednesday lives that we do every Wednesday over on Life's Rec, at Life's Rec podcast on Instagram, um, that's something that we try to, I try to make sure that I touch on is kind of like what we're working on and that kind of stuff. But creating content that shows the process, because it is a long, arduous process. And uh, when you're, when you're able to kind of like share in the fun of building something like this, it just helps bring people closer together. People want to feel like they're, you know, they are part of the team, right? The community is part of the team. Um, your community is a huge asset to you. Oh my God, your community. That's something I, the most underutilized uh, asset in a, in a podcaster's toolkit um, is the, the community. Because the community is going to be the thing that's going to be the revenue generators. They're going to be the thing that, um, you know, they're, they're going to be your biggest supporters. They're going to be the people who champion your podcast when you're not there. Uh, they're, they're, they're the people who are going to be promoting your podcast. They're going to be people referring people to your podcast. All of that comes from your community. It's a powerful engine. And so keeping that community in the loop, keeping them um, engaged is unbelievably important. And so that's something that I wanted to, to share as the last point. Um, is actively engaging with that community um, and, and keeping them in the loop and really uh, making sure that the community, uh, you know, that you are one with the community and the community is one with you where when you're, when you're working on something, make that five second reel, make that five second post, you know, the share the story, do whatever, do a story, answer questions, send the emails, answer the emails, whatever you need to do, keep the community in the loop. Um, it, it's, it's so, so important. And so I'd say that that's kind of like the last, uh, that's the last point and one that I'm actively working on as well. So to recap, talk with other podcasters, quicker alone, further together, do it for you and keep the community in the loop. Those are the four biggest things that I've learned after four years of podcasting. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I look forward to knowing what the next four years holds because, uh, 
this journey has been one that um, weirdly feels like I started yesterday, but also like feels like it's been part of my life for the entirety of my life. It's become so intertwined with who I am as a person um, that uh, I just look forward to continuing to watching it grow as I continue to grow as an individual. Um, I look forward to this community continuing to grow because the beauty that it's brought into my life has been truly special. Um, the support that we give to one another, uh, how we champion each other on our good days and our bad days, the, the people, the guests that we bring into the podcast, um, and who, you know, engage with our community. It's, it's the most amazing thing. Um, so I, I just, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm excited to see what the future holds because the, uh, the past, when I look back and reflect on the four years, it's been really special as well. And, uh, this community with the people who were in it, um, it, exudes a, a an element of of togetherness that uh and and I, an appreciation of a shared experience that i think is really amazing so i look forward to uh i look forward to continue to put one foot in front of the other with uh each and every one of you uh so that's uh that's gonna do it for today's episode i appreciate you all so much make sure to check out the socials everything will be linked in the description and just remember that through the good days the bad days the ups and downs everything that life's a wreck and it has been for four years and it's going to be a wreck for four fucking more. I will see you in two weeks. Next week. I guess I'll see you next week. I said I would do back-to-back episodes. I will see you next week. Come on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.